It's been a minute. Yep. I, f- I feel like I... Welcome back. <laughs> we're just going to keep doing songs, songs from the 70s. <laughs> we're, our duets. We're, yes. Ryan and I are doing, for anybody that wasn't in the garage a few minutes ago, we just, for some reason, can't stop doing shitty duets. <laughs> like putting Paul right Simon. Now, Paul yeah. Simon and, yeah. yeah. And it's all, they're all from the same era. Well, yeah, and this was John Sebastian, so... I, oh, was that I the name of the guy that sang that? That was John Sebastian. Our parents had the 8-track. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the the guy did. that sang yeah. the Welcome Back Cotter. You he know, put a, out an album. That's a that's actually a pretty damn decent song. That would yeah. have been a that would have been a decent song to use for tonight's format. That's that is, true. That is true. If our tonight's format were you know good songs that also were TV were theme TV songs. Theme song. <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody write that down. I've been gone for a couple weeks. I don't know if we alluded to this before. Nobody's really going to have noticed the passage of time since. since only during the broadcast. <laughs> Only during the broadcast. <laughs> Looking at their watch constantly. Well, How uh, is this fucking thing going to end? God, will they ever get to the point? Yeah, so I'm happy to be back. And um, I we have a lot of shit to... to yeah, Shane was in Kerrville. I was, um, in, I was at Making the some corn cob festival. pipes. Yes, whittling. Whittling? Yes. yes. No, that was when I lived in Kerrville. Were they, were you, did you play the washboard? No, 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 that's, that's a different instrument. Oh, right, right. <laughs> let's, let's play some theme music. I'm Shane. Ryan. Kevin. And I'm Mark. Somebody likes it. So it's a very special episode, uh, which is apparently our Memorial Day episode, and in keeping with our uh, tradition of not doing things on time, oh. we're recording it about two, two weeks. weeks uh, but after. yeah, really, I mean, honestly, like it's the spirit of Memorial Day. We're it's memori- We're memorializing Memorial right. Day. It's Memorial That's Day. Right. Yeah. Memorial. That's a good way to look That's at it. Exactly yeah. what it is. It's a it's a meta podcast. Well, it, remember it, more Memorial Day <laughs> two <laughs> weeks ago. When that, when I do was. wistfully. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So in, yeah, in honor of uh, that occasion, um, I'm gonna probably you know grill up some something here while we're while we're working on the. Oh, that's I'll, right. I smelled I'll a grill looking, going. I'll be looking up. forward to that something. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. Was that quinoa? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It's, you just gotta make sure it doesn't fall through the slots. Whatever. Anyway, this happens, joke's falling apart before in, it started. In any case, uh, we've got a, a very special episode, and so it's going to be. Occasionally, we do a mixtape, and this one's a mixtape. Yeah, this with a twist. Yeah, we have a theme this time. I like it. Right, right. Well, I'd suggested maybe we come up with a theme, and uh, Ryan, we all left, and Ryan came up with a couple of themes, and the, this well, is the, the one that we picked. The one that I didn't like was um, songs and languages we don't speak. I was like, that's probably not, not the way not to gonna go. Not going to translate so well. Yeah. Um, backwards masking. I yeah, thought that was probably one that was like, you know, you hear the first this couple one of you gotta, like yeah, that. yeah, it's not going to last. But it's going to be amusing for a couple of seconds. Yeah. yeah, but this one, the one that you came up with that we that we agreed on, I think uh, worked pretty well. Do you want to tell everybody uh, what it is? Yeah, it's uh, one hit wonders. Yes, like there a, are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. A lot like of a lot of the fun in you know selecting the the ones that I have chosen was just you know it's like playing the lottery like. You know you're not gonna win, but like it's just like, what would you do if you did? <laughs> you <know? laughs> 
<laughs> so wait, so, you picked one of these songs and went to the beach? No, but, but, but like <laughs> a lot of a lot of the you know like typically like somebody will pick a record and I go off and listen to it and and I'm reading about it and, and whatever and it's, I'm concentrating on this one record. But this was all like, man. Like what songs could I pick, and and yeah. like how many fucking one hit wonders are there? What constitutes a one hit wonder? Well, I thought about that part well, a lot. I, yeah, yeah, we got we have to talk about it because I I I eventually had to hold myself to a certain like criteria standard. Like yeah, yeah. Well, I mean because like I can't promise to match that standard. Well, well, I eventually at first I was like, well, what I'll do is I hold myself to a, a top top forty at least. Like they could only have like one top forty on the Billboard charts but then there were a couple of good ones some, some none of which i'm really using tonight that i, I kind of went down to the well I, i'll go to one that that the person may or may not have had a second or third hit but they really are only known for one hit and that's kind of where that's I kind of, that's kind of where i landed too yeah um yeah like you might have had like a minor hit late later yeah but but you're known for you're this known song. for only that one song. Yeah, yeah, that was the same. That's the same internal argument that I had was like, especially if you like go poke around on on certain sites where it's like they'll give you a rundown of like what was clearly the song that the one song that a certain act is known for, and then there'll be like three or four others. And so I dig a little bit into like some of these other singles, and I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah, a, that's another I one. That. I was like, that's a pleasant song, and. And no, but all I could think of was like, you go to like, if you go to see one of these acts in concert, it'd be like, play it. This is not one of my songs and I apologize if it's one of your guys songs, but like, do you guys know my Gerardo story? No, no. Is it Rico and Suave? It's, it's, well, it's okay. not, it's not one of my songs, but was, it was considered. I was, I I was on it. a band trip. And we went to Six Flags. You no, know it's already starting. If you're, if that's how you're going to start the story, you got a good one coming. I was, well, I was on a marching band or like a Even symphonic better. band trip uh, to Dallas, and we went to Six Flags, and like the lines were too long or whatever. So me and uh, a buddy of mine went to go see the show that was playing, and it was Gerardo and Information Society. And Information Society was just fine, but fine. Gerardo opened. He opened with Rico Suave, <laughs> played one other song, and then closed his set. With Rico Suave <laughs> yet again. Yeah, that's good. And and it's weird too because Ryan that was is the definition of a one hit wonder. <laughs> totally, by the way. kind of. Yeah. Well, and he later found Jesus and like doesn't play music anymore. Oh, uh, maybe it was in his shirt because well, he did never God. seem to wear one of those. <laughs> right. Thank God somebody <laughs> finally found him. Yes, exactly. Um, anyway, so should we get into it? Yeah, so I think I mean it, like uh, maybe we should sort of like just explain to the audience like. A little bit about how the show will work because it's a little bit different than usually the way that we do things. And this is a little bit different than usually. What we'll do is we'll we'll watch videos in between, play a little clip, and then we'll watch the videos in here. But I guess you guys have some that some of that might happen. There aren't videos. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, all my no, stuff. No, 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 no. We're watching some of them. All of my <laughs> stuff has some <laughs> video component to it uh, that we may, but like the actual recording of the song doesn't have a oh, video. Oh, okay, sometime. okay, right. Anyway, but Shane's up first, so. What are we talking about? Okay, so I'm, I've gone back and forth and back and forth between two wildly different artists that I want to start out here, and I'm, I'm just going to mentally flip a coin, and, <laughs> and I'm going to go with High Enough by Damn Yankees, um, which is a super group with Ted Nugent, and well, we super indeed, Sticks. Sticks. Uh, it was Tommy, what, somebody, and there was a dude from Night Ranger. Tommy Shaw from Tommy Sticks. Tommy Shaw from Sticks. Yeah. Jack Blades from Night Ranger. 
and Ted Nugent, and they had a number one or number two hit in, I believe, 1989 with this song, High Enough. And um, so this is a like, ballad? Oh, yeah, Kinda. it's a ballad, but it's, it's a, got the Nuge in it, dude. It's, it's a power Nuge. ballad with the Nuge there's, in it. There's, there's got, dude, look, look, it's well, got what's bow the, hunting. What, what's, the, what's, the, what's the video? We'll come back and we'll talk about how disinterested Ted Nugent seems in playing this song. So we're going to go watch that video real quick. We'll be back in a second. All right. I don't want to hear about it anymore. It's a shame I've got to live without you anymore. There's a fire in my heart, a pounding in my brain is driving me crazy. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Yesterday is just a memory, and we close the door. I just made one mistake, I didn't know what to say when you called me. I have all kinds of thoughts about that shit. Well, two things. Song sucks. Video what? is awesome. <laughs> and it's awesome in a way that the movie Roadhouse is awesome. Nobody thinks it's an achievement, but you can't well, take no. your eyes off of it. Not well, for a second. Well, win some award. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what that award is. You might have to make one for it. Yeah, um, there, there's yeah. so much to love about Ted Nugent in that video, starting with the fact that he has those, like, Dumbass, like triangle eye shaped Oakley sunglasses Blades. on. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, he's like chewing a hit gum with a smirk on his face the whole time. Like, God, get me out! Like, he can't even feign enthusiasm at all. It was the that. gum chewing that I enjoyed the most. I know, like, me too. I, like, I couldn't get over it. Like, I told he, he, you. he was like defiantly chewing gum. That's what I told you before we watched the video. Like, you're you're gonna see how into this video that it's gonna be apparent right off the like he can cannot be bothered even to slightly act like he's kind of invested in any way in that video. Until he blows through the door and his com- and his tie and his zebra striped kimono, and then deflects bullets with his with his rocket with his rocking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard. I mean, when you rock that hard, but what chance do bullets have, really? If you think about it, yeah. Well, he knows. If anybody knows bullets, <laughs> yeah, he does. Okay? He does know bullets. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, Maybe exactly. we should give you like a little bit of a backstory. The the, the the video is interspersed with like the band wearing amazing round sunglasses, like performing in front of like old timey gas pumps, and that's that's cut and that's in color, and it's cut with the black and white. To they go knock over some liquor stores bank, or something. They ran and like robbed a bank or something. Is that what happened? Because it just looked like they were making out in the convertible. There was and all a lot of, of they ran the away, from, and then they ran away from the car. What the no, hell? It seemed like like somebody ran in and like stole some cigarettes or something and then uh at the end like the accomplice gets executed yeah yeah nobody knows what happens to the guy i guess he got killed in the in the for, in the shootout but the girl the all she did was drive the getaway car and uh she does the the yeah. walk yeah, the Green Mile or whatever, you know, the walk down the, the prison. The green dead dead, the dead woman walking. Yeah, <laughs> and it turns out the priest uh, reading her the last rites is Ted Nugent chewing still gum. Still chewing, chewing gum. gum yeah. yeah, and still defiant. Like, clearly just killing time in this video. Like, Anyway, um, thank you, Shane. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, I, I, I have a very enthusiastic I, thank you I, for, I, the, I, for the video. I knew that we needed to, to start off with a bang. 
Two uh, thumbs way up from Ryan. I had a couple. I had a couple good ones that that I that I was gonna I was gonna start off with, but the more that I thought about Ted Nugent and that kimono busting through the door, that's that's that's, that's a highlight. Shared. Yeah. It's pretty special. Uh, shall we move on? Let's move Let's on. Let's do it. Ryan, what do you have for us? Uh, well, I got a, a gentleman from Houston, Texas, just like me. Uh, Archie Bell. Archie Bell and the Durrells, uh, who performed a song called The Tighten Up. I was going to say The Tighten, Tighten Up. up. Uh, of course. Why would I say any other song other than The Because Tighten up? that would be the one hit of his wonder. So, yeah, let's get into Tighten Up by Archie Bell and the Durrells. Choreography, uh, yeah. Those, they had a microphone in front of the three backup singers who were not who were not they, women no, though, the, and that needs that's to be true. They were dudes. Never, yeah. There were three guys in matching suits to Archie Bell, yeah. And this <laughs> the drills really just there to dance. There were yeah, but there was a microphone in front of the three of them. There was no singing. They they weren't very either. They, God bless their enthusiasm, but they weren't very the best enthusiastic, dancers. but not necessarily in sync. Uh, no, they were not. Uh, they didn't needed to tighten up. But that was the first time, like that, I can ever remember where Thank the you, where Kevin. the backup yeah. dancers and backup singers, uh, especially in an R and B act, were white. Were, were no, 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 no. I'm talking about the dancing guys. Oh, yeah, that weren't women. Guys. They weren't women. Yeah. They were men, like in matching suits. That's and true. all the white guys were wearing like caftans. They were all wearing like hippie stuff. The black guys yeah. were in suits. Yeah, a little bit of a mishmash going was, on there. It was an well, interesting thing. And I found myself this I could, I'm probably totally off base here, but I but I found myself at least wondering if the guys the musicians in the back were uh maybe some of the that Muscle Shills crew who used to play on a lot of those type of, of records. Like the wrecking crew? Well, yeah, no, but exactly. those, but those well, those were but those I thought mostly were just studio musicians. Well, what I love, what I love about the backstory of this song, and I don't know if you guys know this, um, Archie Bell got drafted into Vietnam, and he was in Vietnam in the army when this song became a hit. And he was like hanging out with like his buddies in his platoon or whatever. And the song comes over Armed Forces Radio. He's like, "Oh, that's me." And they're like, "Fuck you!" It's no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? I mean, he had to like finish out his tour, but like you know, he came back and and promoted the thing, and it, it hit number one. Uh, yeah, but he was fucking in Vietnam. When yeah, that's pretty his fucking song crazy. Became yeah. a big hit. I, that's got to be a rush too. To be like, you know, in the shit, as the yeah, saying well, goes. He got injured. Actually, that was the deal. Uh, I think he got hit in the leg. Yeah, uh, by know, one of the and, dancers you know, and finished his convalescent. <laughs> by what? By one of the dancers. One of the dancers. <laughs> yeah, maybe that, that guy on the left who <laughs> was like so enthusiastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like back up, buddy. 
Yeah, so I think Mark's going to play the original recording, but we very much encourage you to watch the, the live video. It's uh, quite amusing. It's there's, quite and something. there's a little meltdown in the middle of it, um, but... Oh it's yeah, a little just, little glitch in the tape. A little glitch there in a second. Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah, they like the Betamax like uh, went a. Uh, Somebody left it in the car. It's just nice to remember that uh, videotapes. Yeah, good times. That was Kevin. Uh, you got next. Yeah, I do have next. So, um, so I have to say, there's a pretty good chance this will be nothing like uh, what either of you have chosen. Uh, that's kind of the theme. That's why we that's, do the show. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the whole one-hit wonder phenomenon. Yeah. So, um, and this is this is one of those tracks where um, where I really uh, thought hard about what what I consider to be a one-hit wonder, and this is one of those tracks that I always consider uh, I always put in that bucket, and I'm talking about uh, always something there to remind me by Naked Eyes. So we're they gonna have one more minor hit. That minor, I like yeah. yeah, which is the one I was listening to today and going like, oh yeah, I remember that too, and it was totally yeah, positive. I love that but, song. But yeah, but anyway, let's listen to yeah. let's listen to this one. So some high '80s drama going on in that video. Oh, and we should probably tell everybody uh, if you're going, if you want to find the original, authentic video for this version of "Always Something There to Remind Me," uh, look Don't on go to YouTube. Yeah, look on Vimeo. The original yeah, ones just, on Vimeo. That was a really good example of, of of the kind of links that we're willing to go to for journalistic excellence. That's right. <laughs> it, for for it, you, it's all about integrity, the listener. really. Because it's, you know, it's analogous to like meeting uh, the guy who was deep throat. Deep throat. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Parking garage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. We went to a different website and found it. <laughs> found 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 the wrong video and watched that. And we, then Mark found the right one and we watched that again. We explored the depths of the internet and went to two websites. You know, their live performance on American Bandstand was remarkably similar to their performance Sound, in the video. In the video. Yeah. Maybe yeah. had a little bit more passion in it. Very very little though. They worked on it. They tightened up. That's yeah, right. They did. They did tighten up. So yeah. So yeah, worth. I, I got that. Worth that's noting. Uh, this is a Burt Bacharach song. <laughs> no shit. But, yeah, it's a Burt Bacharach song that he wrote with uh, his writing partner Hal David, Hal David. Uh, way back in the day, and uh, it was originally recorded by Dion Warwick. I bet it sounds 19- slightly different than slightly that version of it. Different than the synth pop version that hit the top twenty. Um, but yeah, like this song's always kind of stuck with me, and and like well, what was what was their like kind of minor hit? Uh, uh, promises, 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 promises. Yeah, yeah which I had heard for years, but like I never knew who it was, and I oh, yeah, shazammed I it. Or that. Yeah. I shazammed it, and I was like, 
oh no shit yeah right, exactly <laughs> and it's exactly an oh no shit type song so it's yeah. like it's like you could make the argument that technically they're not a one hit wonder band but I was like for all intents and purposes for all this intents, is the yeah, one they're yeah. known for this is for. the one yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like if you go to the if you go to the show and they play promises promises everybody in the audience except for a few people will go like oh no shit like <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that was you guys like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so, like well, okay, they're like so, a bar bet so the song like, is uh, always something there to remind me, and apparently the thing that's always there to remind him is newspaper headlines. Yeah, well, yeah, there, there's some, there's some consistency issues with the video. Uh, I think there's a little bit of <laughs> flashback and flash forward stuff going on. Also, is that what it is? Well, there's consistency with the fact that that that, that well, the, the song in the song, if you're just hearing the song, you're thinking like, oh yeah, we used to hang out there. And like, oh, that's where but we met. And, there's a newspaper um, headline that says surprise wedding. Surprise wedding, which <laughs> is like, the. And he's following her around with her new boyfriend and like flopping himself into chairs while they dance uh, so he can. Sp- oh, husband. Yes. Well, who I think is the keyboard. And she later divorces. Oh, no, he like, is. Yeah. In the video. No, 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 but I don't know that she divorces him. She keeps wearing all black, and so it makes me think that oh, maybe the, she killed the courtroom drama is that she killed him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So the keyboardist the dies. Apartment. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's not but a the lot. The keyboardist was also. The editor of the newspaper, yeah. <laughs> and that's 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 why that's why they put they that's why they put the surprise wedding yeah. on the front page of the newspaper. The press is no longer free when it's dead. So <laughs> all I'm saying is there's a lot of internal logic going on in this video. Well, there is yeah. at the beginning. He's he's basically doing all the things he's saying he did in the songs, like past the cafe we or whatever, like. Yeah, it's it's one of those like uh, story videos that you see a lot in country music, where like the video just like. You know, at least be in the beginning, like you know, just kind of so plays. The, there like, are those people that do the the literal videos. I don't know if you've ever seen those, where like uh, like this one, but but they actually like they take <laughs> music videos and then they rewrite the lyrics to be literal to what's happening in the video. I have not seen. It that. would not work with this video. Oh no, yeah, that's true. It, tries, it. it tries and starts and then just fails. Anyway, um, yeah, it was. Uh, this was one that I. Uh, wanted to share i think i think the takeaway for me from this video is if if she's the one for you and it doesn't work out just move out of town you move on, don't dude. keep going to the same places or at like least what stop the? reading the damn newspaper right exactly if they're seeing everything about them <laughs> which, in the is, newspaper. which is yeah, like a personal blog head. about your failures <laughs> like it's awful <laughs> and i don't know man like i don't know why this woman's <laughs> relationship foibles are so newsworthy <laughs> Does he wants something to always be there I, to remind I'm him. That the the, uh, the tagline to my my blog, <laughs> a personal timeline of my failures. <laughs> dot com. All right, All right, we should move on to the yeah, next one. Shane, what do you have for us? Yeah. Nineteen ninety four hit by um, uh, alt rock. You know, kind of second spill it dude <laughs> third wave riot girl uh la act uh, four non blondes oh, oh i was hoping you were going no, there man. <laughs> and uh it, and the song you're and bringing up the my most hated song in the world in the song oh it's mine too we're gonna go through this together <laughs> and that but i have not watched this it's video crucible of fire since That's like 1994 i just remember she wears a stupid hat in it all i'm saying is you're a fucking dick <laughs> this is this is how you build the calluses all right, all right. So yeah, so what's up by Four Non Blondes? Into a crisis, times when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out. What's in my head? And I, I am feeling a little peculiar. And so I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a dip and I can't. Re- 
Jack's present. Dude. It was a present to myself as well. All I've got to say is if you ever need to like get government secrets out of me and you have me detained, <laughs> fucking show that video for me over and over again and I'll spill it, dude. You don't even totally. have to. You probably don't even have to do it over and over again. It's uh, five maybe minutes once long. we'll do it. Like, no, I think it's by five the end of that. By the end of that song, I will have spilled all my secrets. So the so the premise, best I can understand, is that like the four ladies in the band. No, no, no. It's only it's only three in that video. Just the, one of the dude has really long hair. Okay, well the three la- uh, ladies uh, and the dude, none of them are blonde, so they're so they're non blondes. And the premise of the song is like, hey, what's up? Bass player actually is blonde, if I if I'm remembering correct. But anyway, well, it's a, I'm just hey. I'm just, just going I by. Just don't care. I just want them <laughs> to go away out of my life. I want to bleach my brain right now. <laughs> I I hate that. Might be that's definitely my least favorite song of of, of the 1990s. I wouldn't tell you a. I, that's I, a very 90s looking video too. Well, oh, the, I know. The that's funny thing so, is, it's yeah. like it's somewhere like their 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 style sense is like somewhere in between. Like it's like a little bit of. Uh, grunge and and then a little bit of like I don't know Primus. There's some like steampunk in there. Yeah, a little bit you of know, steampunk. She's wearing like a hat yeah. slash jellyfish. Like it looked like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. It's they were just throwing all the kind of like alternative alt stuff. Well, like at the wall. And that's. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I didn't have anything else to say. That's like, the thing that fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing. I mean, there's there's nothing about that song We've that's good right. in any way. But the thing that's most frustrating about it is how she cynically tried to tap into this disaffected thing that was going on, right? You know, like by saying, that, "Hey, what's going? What's on? going on?" Oh, by the way, they call that song. The chorus up. is "Hey." Yeah, but they 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 were afraid. I said hey. But she's like 25 years old, trying to get up that hill that life is giving me. It's just all these fucking platitudes that she's just saying that make you think, or if you're like a 17 year old, like in high school, that make you think that she's just saying something deep. And in fact, really, all she's doing is taking like marketing terms. By the way, let me tell you this: that <laughs> song. Here's something. That song was actually they brought in some at some outside. Uh, People to help tighten up to t- tighten up that song. Hey, Those people being we're gonna just keep coming back to it. Tighten up. Yeah, I, I didn't. That, that wasn't on purpose. I think it's just in my head. But Desmond Child was one of them, um, co-writer of many many top forty hits, m- including many by Bon Jovi. He also wrote "Living La Vida Loca." The other person was All Paul Stanley. Sense. Oh. Paul Stanley. <laughs> Oh my God, to really? come in and help tighten that song up. Like, Paul Stanley has one good song. No, he doesn't. Uh, didn't he do uh, back in the New York crew? No, that was no, that was. Oh, that was Ace Freely. Was Ace Freely? Okay, yeah, I take and it that back. That is a good song. Yeah, yeah it is a well, good song, but, and it sounds nothing like Kiss. But, but I mean, talk about a money grubbing, not give a shit about it. Uh, you know about how the world is dealing you a raw and deal. Fuck I mean, you for bringing this to us. You you are so welcome to have this to relive that. Two, I fear it will only get worse. No 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 no. That is by far the worst. He, it can't get worse. This that is the Mariana's that trench that's, that's of music. A, look, I, that's why I, I went ahead and ripped that bandaid off really quickly because I knew I was going to have to suffer through it. All right, so Ryan, you're next. Yeah, man. What do you got? Uh, and this song, some might call cheesy, but I genuinely fucking love it and it's starland vocal band afternoon delight oh oh and there is an official music video for it there's not a ton going on in it but there uh, is when did this song come out 1976 and it's one of my earliest musical memories it's like hearing this song on the radio all the time and have just having no idea what (laughs) What it was about (laughs) (laughs) but let's get into afternoon delight 
My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. And we know the night is always gonna be here anyway. What just happened? Majesty. I mean, I, I, mean, I saw that. That had to be the, like, in terms of, like, the calories that the performers exert during the performance, that had to be, like, the most relaxed video I've ever seen in my life. It's definitely that, that. That video was like a couch. <laughs> I just love the idea that, like, there's a song about sex in the afternoon uh, that's just dominating the airwaves in a pretty repressed time they say they, they won best best new artist at the grammys that year dude they got um they got a uh, variety show out of it it only aired for six weeks but david <laughs> yeah. letterman was on it of course he was what? Yeah. 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 or he wrote for it at the very least uh i don't know it was starline vocal uh band variety hour or something they never had another hit uh, well, but this song was surprise. such a, a giant smash that they fucking got a variety show out of it. God, that's hilarious. Well, and there's like the way that these these old things are shot is such like it's such. I mean, and some of it is like it's like watching a film strip in high school from kinda, the fifties or something. Like, yeah, it's a it's a peewee outtake. Like it's they're just not like they're fascinating. They're just yeah anachronistic. Like, like they're just like from another like what the fuck was that. Uh, well, my favorite though is like with all the the fireworks. That's essentially equating it to sperm. I mean, what just the fireworks that happen when you get together in the afternoon, right? Yeah, <laughs> but that shit was all over top forty radio. Like it, some of, like some of my earliest memories of like just listening to the radio and Casey Kasem. I actually haven't heard that song that many times in my life. Somehow it's as much as I love AM radio. I genuinely gold. think it's a good song though. Like I I, I genuinely love it in a non ironic way. The video is. Pure gold, though. Oh yeah, well, and you know what? And like, look at like the 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 two women are are you know, why definitely by society standards pretty attractive. And then there's that guy, the and like the are, are, are not as much weird looking. They're <laughs> weird looking. The one guy's got like weird big glasses on and like some red shirt. It looks like he made it out of a bandana. Well, like or lounge lizard. Like uh, outfits, there, there are a lot of slacks in this video. But the other, the other thing that I <laughs> polyester slacks, yeah, including the drummer, right? Exactly, yeah, the drummer. Well, he's he was a good just time. slacking off. He wasn't doing anything. He may or may not have been asleep. The big but grin the, on his face. The my favorite shots in that video were like where the dudes are singing the lines and the women are doing the oo-oo's at the same time, and they have this like side of the head oh, shot yeah, they just where they're facing each other, and then yeah. like they'll s- recite their line, and then the other two meet yeah. up and recite their line. Anyway, it's it's, it's um. I don't know, coerced looking like it's, it's peculiar. Hey, but you! I know you. Ex- I know you. <laughs> yes, exactly. The uh, Harry Shearer uh, SNL bit not about a strong swimmer. Yes, <laughs> yeah, not a very strong swimmer. Uh, anyway, that, synchronized swimming. I believe that was that one. Yeah. So yeah. So um, thank you for that, Rybrand. My pleasure. 
Uh, I'm going to do the equivalent of the intermission, and I'm going to go smoke half a cigarette. But Kevin, we're going to be listening to what next? Yeah. So when we come back, let's uh, let's do uh, the Carl Douglas standard kung fu Ooh, fighting. Kung fu fighting. <laughs> I haven't yeah. thought about that. That was almost on my list. I'm glad you brought that up. Almost yeah. on your well, list. Well, it was in my. It was in my. Almost made my my top four cut. Mike, it was it was I was right there, right there with that one. So All right, we'll All come right, back with I'm that. I'm glad shortly. somebody brought it. Yeah, we'll spin it. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with safe to say that in a sea of really weird videos that, that was a, stands it, well yeah i mean it's weirder than many does my it, face look like a human question mark right now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that was yeah I think that was genuinely so, the weirdest video i've ever seen in well right life. yeah no and if we tried to break it down it would only serve to confuse people more swedish but maybe part might have performance been. part like like Early s- SNL like Money Python sketch show. in Sweden, yeah, or yeah, maybe. and they I, just randomly had they're like Mr. Vander Doofus versus Men- Mr. Van Dick, yeah, uh, yeah. A- anyway, like yeah, it was it's sort of like a like a thread that you couldn't follow from the very beginning, even if you probably s- spoke that language. But but ultimately, like, I still think that uh, that song. It, so it's weird. The song's like, fun. Well, the song's fun. Like it, it song makes a minor, it makes a minor appearance in the it, video. It does make a minor appearance. They do lip sync to it. He's got two amazing dudes. Da- By the way, uh, again, like male backup male backup dancers. Yeah, it's like Reggie Jackson and his friend from Chico and the Man. Like I don't know, like <laughs> I don't know, like what what was going on on that set. But there, Shane was like, "Is there a hot tub there?" We were like, "Yeah, I think there's a hot tub there." Anyway, it's very peculiar if you. If you uh, run a YouTube search for uh, for Kung Fu Fighting, that's what will come up first. Ooh, that's and worth anyway, watching. Yeah, spend uh, a few minutes with it, and then you'll be as confused as we are. It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, um, but I'm very glad that I watched it. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> I, a, just, I just don't know what drugs people were on in the 70s that well, produced that here's, thing. Here's what's Quaalude. really fascinating. That's what I hear. Here's what was really Dude, fascinating to me. is like there was a... There was like a like a like a like a an anniversary type video that came out and maybe it was like 2011 and it was about the song Kung Fu Fighting and all it was was like a record full of like different mixes of that same song and I was like that shit has been sung a lot in a lot of different ways like by different people yeah some like some of them were DJs some of them Pretty were like dope song dude yeah no it's yeah anyway it's uh it is there's a little bit of between that and uh and afternoon delight i feel like we're just we're working through the 70s we're just we're just working on a will ferrell movie 
Like, essentially. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, shall we go to round three? Yeah, let's go to round three. Shane? All right, I'm going to take us back to the 80s. Um, I'm actually going to go local. I'm going to go local, um, and uh, we'll listen to um, Tim Buck 3, Future So Bright, I Gotta Wear Shades. Oh, there you go. Which is a song that you probably haven't thought of since... 1987, since I, since I last wore But boy, shade. was it sure popular on T-shirts and on, on that you that people would wear in middle school and stuff back then. So, yeah, let's let's listen to that. Future so bright, I gotta wear shades. Night. What I'm hoping, what I'm counting on, is that it's so bright you're gonna have to wear shades. Which, which, by the way, shades is just an '80s term. No, that's what I was gonna say. That was gonna say. By the way, who like I, I'd love hey, man, like hey, the, shades. Shades. It was, say shades that I just see like I love that term too. Where? When did it go out of fashion? Like, like 1985. Yeah, 1991. Yeah. Isn't there a new definition for shade? If you throw shade, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If you so throw bright, shade on somebody, shade. well, uh, throwing shade is like throwing somebody under the bus, kind of. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so different. That's that song seems to be about scholastic performance, <laughs> like, which is well, like he's studying nuclear science. Yeah, uh, that's something. In a he loves his classes though. Loves yeah. his classes. He's got a yeah. weird professor dude that and he's wears getting, dark glasses. Yeah, and he's yeah. getting good grades. Like that's so things are going to get better. Yeah. Well, and clearly they're already starting from a pretty good spot. Well, and Shane, right. you said yeah. that like this band is from Austin, and they're only kind of from Austin. Well, they were here for a long time. And well, no, they moved here. They like, moved here like shortly before that song became a big deal, and apparently it pissed off a bunch of. No, Barbara like, uh, Kay's still here. I mean, oh, well, like, no, Pat no, McDonald they've been here. Or she's been yeah. here a long time. Pat McDonald but was when too, this, but when this song came out, they'd only been here for a year or two. Well, um, but they, they, yeah, but that's it. what happened was they were they were it, there was the cutting edge MTV show that came, and they were they were playing on the drag and with a a jam box, and they they which they prominently show a couple of times in that. Um, w- as a drummer, and, and that was a cutting edge video, by the way. Oh yeah, um, they spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, it's um, very, it's like this sort of fuzzy lo-fi black and white thing where they appear to be. I don't know, are they in Arizona? They're clearly not in Austin. They're not. Yeah, they're not yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, it just look looks like, like they the they hired the, maybe looks yeah. like they hired like the the finest of the San Fernando Valley porn uh, director <laughs> of the of the era. <laughs> There's no Wawa. They spent all song. their money on taking the trip to wherever they were in New Mexico and then hiring a donkey to wander around with the TV on its back. Yeah. And it's more of the sort of literal interpretation, like the '80s, like. Yeah, there's a lot of shots of uh, the sunglasses. Sunglasses are featured prominently. A lot of sunglasses. A lot of the like the swipe, yeah. uh, like where the the video swipes from one thing to to the next. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically it was a, it was good looking. It was it was a good looking video. But I, uh, boy, I don't know why, but that just I was like, what's a one hit 
wonder and then i that was a that, that was a real wonder that, that for a little the while definition of a one that reminds wonder. me of yeah. like like head of the class you know like that uh that howard hesman howard hesman show or something like somebody like pulled out like features so bright gotta wear shades and then like the audience would go off and rapturous applause like yeah. it was really big like spuds mckinsey it was really big for like, about six seven and then months like there. what yeah like that was a thing sort of like the uh the starlight vocal band Really big for about six months there. Big flash in the pan. Like start uh, rockets in flight. Afternoon delight, Kevin. Thank there you. you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for for re reminding us. What do you have next for us, Ryan? Uh, a song, another song I genuinely love, which has a twist about it, which I'm not going to reveal at the moment. But it's Positive K. I got a man. Um, and <laughs> I don't know that I know this song. You'll know it when you hear it. Uh, and the video is pretty great too, but um, that was going to be my rap name, Positive, positive K. K. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you're pretty positive, K. Is well, that a blood type for, for the time? Yes, probably. Oh, okay. Let's get I it. Don't know. Let's, and let's a vitamin too. Let's yeah. hear the track, well, and then we'll K. get into the commentary. Positive K, uh, I Got a Man, which actually, um, God, when that song was actually first out, it was 1993. I was going to say, was that 93? It was 1993. Yeah. Well, very very Boys it, in so. the Hood uh, style like uh, video, Boys in the Hood, the, the movie. But anyway, no, I was dating a girl, and that was like kind of our unofficial like song. I mean, we're kind of being ironic about it, but like I think we both genuinely liked it. But here's the twist. Um, there's no woman singing in that video, or in that song. Um Positive K, the dude, like I actually thought that was like the the woman, Positive K was like the woman, but no, um, he would digitally manipulate his voice and recorded both vocal parts. Oh, that's funny. It's like an yeah. early sort of auto-tuning thing or something. Yeah, yeah come well, on. And if you, if, you come in, if you come across that song these days, like through the video, it's, a, it's like a point, the whole thing plays like a point-counterpoint. Yeah, well, and no, it's, it's always, just him and like, yeah, yeah, like, like playing off like the various women in his life. Mostly one, and then it yeah. ends up being a bunch of them, all who apparently all have men. Well, right, they, they yeah. did. They, yeah. I, what we we still don't know what what their respective men had to do with him. Well, nothing. Well, uh, and and really, I mean, I think that I think the big point is like he's trying not to hear that. He's thing. trying, yeah. Like uh, he doesn't want to hear that. He's he's trying not to hear that. He's trying to not hear that. Yes, which is different than i'm not listening to you right, right yeah it now. is yeah yeah <laughs> it's maybe a more literal interpretation of of yeah. of hearing i yeah i don't know man i really and didn't thanks. like that song that much and i have not heard it i love it it's just there's no chorus in it it just does this it i don't know like well I mean, it was you, an entertaining over video good speakers like it's it's all just samples uh it was back in the era yeah, when you could it, get away it, with that it doesn't ever it doesn't ever it doesn't ever like I listen to a lot of or have you didn't enjoy the bridge 
<laughs> the twenty-seven minute sex what? solo. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I, that's when I. Yeah. That's when no, I, I genuinely that. like that song. Uh, it's, it's just a it's fun nostalgic. little nostalgic, like you know, toss off kind of. I guess it's not for me. I've never heard it before, but yeah, I was trying to figure out where that was from because like. I couldn't, he, it was all over the place in Houston. Which, yeah, because like, was well, for, it was like a summer song. And that's why I was thinking maybe it's from that area because it, at, at one point at least he was wearing all LSU, like an LSU cap. And I was thinking maybe it came out of New Orleans. Maybe it came out of New Orleans. It was all over or, the airway or Houston, Houston for the summer. It might have just come out of Houston, is what I'm saying. It might have come out of just come out of Houston maybe. or New Orleans. I think this was still. I think this was Dude, I've like, never heard that song in my life like, really? before. So, well. Well, there were a lot of people at that party. That's all I'm saying. That's true. You, you and, were, and they all had men. They, clearly, <laughs> they all we had saw men. that apparently so. And we yeah. got to see the best dancer at a house party, oh, right like the that, end. right there at the with end, the, with the um, suspenders, suspenders in the purple shirt. Yeah. yeah, that was good stuff. All uh, right, Kevin, what do you have for us? So is it my turn? So, uh, so yeah, so so it occurred to me, like with the the one hit wonder challenge, that uh, that there's sort of like no bigger like swing for the fences. Than uh, having one song that goes popular, and then declaring yourself bigger than the Beatles, and so we're gonna do Terrence Trent Darby's "Wishing Well." Oh, I like that song. But yeah, <laughs> that's a, a good a pick, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not yeah. know that, but that's a that's just a, that's another that's a song that I have not thought of in thirty years. Yeah, well, he didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> he declared himself bigger than the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, he oh, was yeah. super full of himself. <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah, I, don't, was, I don't. I don't know any of this stuff. He was puffed up like a balloon. Oh, anyway, God. yeah. Let's do it. Let's play it. All, All right. right. Sonata Francesco Matreya is what he goes by now. He was born Terrence Trent Howard in Manhattan in 1962. And uh, this record came out, this song came out uh, as Terrence Trent Darby. And uh, you know how, like, sometimes, like, we've talked a lot about Wikipedia, but, like, one of the interesting things about Wikipedia is occasionally they can understate things. Uh, they don't always. Sometimes it goes the other direction. It, it often goes the other direction. Yeah, but um, but anyway, uh, one one paragraph that particularly caught my eye was um, he expressed a high opinion of his debut album, <laughs> brashly claiming that it was the most important album since the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> see that uh, coming through. Oh, no, I genuinely like that song. That's and a good. He, he it did is a good have song. A, a second minor hit. Uh, 
kind of like Naked Eyes did, uh, and it, which was also a good song, and I'm yeah. trying to remember what it was. Yeah, I, I remember that because I like that song too. I think it was a, a cover. Yeah, there were there were a couple of tracks off the. Um, there's "If You Let Me Stay" was another song off that record that did well. "Dance, Little Sister," and "Sign Your Name." I this think it was "Sign Your Name." Yeah, the the the. I um, you know, I I guess maybe I'm we're kind of a, applying a little bit of a b- broad brush, but n- not too broad. Like really, no, I feel like this is song this by is like, Terrence Trent that's Darby. That's the one you know. This is the it's one you wishing know. well. Yeah. Anyway, but um, but yeah, I kind of wonder. Like, I kind of feel like. You know, maybe these days, like years later, like he's just he sits around and talks about the old days a lot. Like, of course he does. I mean, what would you? That's the kind of guy that would say something like that in the first place. Did he? Did he? I just kind of felt like Millie Vanilli was missing its third member. Right? Yeah. (laughs) No, that guy could fucking sing, man. No, he can sing like for sure, and uh, moves like MJ. And so there's some real talent there, but uh, better than Beatles. Or no. equal to or important as I, you know, I'm wondering why he no. fell off a cliff like that. If he had a couple of of, sing- of singles off that for, and they obviously spent some money on polishing up his appearance. And well, everything. like I wonder why he fell so far. Maybe it was his arrogance, dare brashness. I say? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it could be that the that the writing well runs dry, or there wasn't like there was like you sort yeah, of hit the guy's r- really well suited to. Work with other writers. His mother was a gospel singer, like a noted gospel singer, and um, and he actually came up apparently as an athlete and was a like a state of Florida Golden Gloves champ, like like a legitimate like boxer at one point. But anyway, yeah, um, I just thought like when this is another one of those tracks, it, it's like when I think of one hit wonder acts, it's like okay, maybe there were other songs, but really, no, that for was all, a, that was a good purposes. pick. That was a good pick. Yeah, uh, Shane, you're up next. Yeah, so we're gonna go to a to a um, we're gonna go to a different place for this last last round for me. Um, is this, it Iceland? Is it a dark place? Possibly. This is a this is a guy that actually was a true one hit wonder. Though if you read his Wikipedia page, uh, it will it will try to convince you otherwise. But um, yeah, his first hit I believe went to number one or number two. His second charted at number 75 and and then never never got any steam even above that and that's uh we're gonna go ahead and go with uh achy breaky heart by billy ray cyrus oh my god i totally Ooh, thought about doggy. that yeah It's a bad song, but it's not that bad. What's bad is his stupid hair that you just want to grab well, and look, hit him over and over. No, it's and business in the front, party in the back. Oh, no, it is. It defines a Kentucky waterfall. But but he also occasionally just pulls it back and also a ponytail. So sometimes he just lets it run free over his. I also chest. have bad associations. Sometimes with he tightens it up. 
I also have bad up. associations with it. And the, the first Way girl I was she... ever in love with, like my high school girlfriend, and I moved off to college, and I came back to see her, and she loved this song. And it was right when I was in the middle of like you know being like super into like everything this song wasn't didn't represent. And I was like, oh, we're not gonna work out. And I was fucking in love with that girl, and like we didn't work out not because of this song, but I was just like, wow, you're stupider than I thought. I, you, true. It always or, or more susceptible. There was a like, lot of who knows. She was two years younger than me. Like, go ahead, Shane. Yeah, I'm sure it would have worked out though. Anyway, <laughs> yes, she could have just been clean stupid. And by the way, Ryan, I'm sure like <laughs> look, if if it had worked out, you'd be looking back on it now, wishing it hadn't. So. That's true, man. Like, hey, 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 that's, man that's, alive, that's man. even a dog sometime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we won't go into it, but I did. We I did at least bring up during the break the uh, the Bill Hicks retort to this to this track, which is uh, something we won't go to, into. He it. wants it's to a, start a, a cops offshoot instead of it being cops. It, uh, the let's hunt and kill Billy Ray Cyrus. They, uh, a a yeah, essentially the the plot being that they. Take, uh, they chased this what he called a uh, no talent jarhead cracker asshole all over the planet, <laughs> and uh, and I won't go into the rest of it. But suffice it to say that uh, it doesn't work out for Billy Ray in the end. And in a weird way, that's the way that life has worked out because um, now he's got Miley. Oh God, yeah, it's the second generation. There are two songs by Miley Ray, or Miley Cyrus. Miley Ray Cyrus. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Same yeah. difference. Yeah, might okay. as well be. Uh, but no, she has two songs that I genuinely like. I, I, I don't, the same way. I just I, don't I, I, get it well, at all. One of these days when it's just me and you, like I'll play them. No, no, no. And, I've heard a bunch I'll, of them. I'll lay out the I've argument. Heard. Okay. Um, well, I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I wasn't fair enough. I wasn't out, like wanting to like them. They just ended up that way. I don't have an, an issue with liking songs by artists that I'm not necessarily going to go out and listen to a bunch of their music by. I'm just telling you that that's highly doubtful. Well, in the meantime, this was a special treat. So, thank Billy you. Billy Ray Cyrus, look, so one thing I was going to say is that there's a there's a little bit of backstory about this, and I won't go too far into it, but this song basically was um, it wasn't performing as well as they wanted it to, so they whoever, I don't know if it was his record label or his management, they basically created the line dancing, co-opted the line dancing scene and, and made a line dance around this song and then distributed it everywhere, like all, all over these honky-tonks and places everywhere. So people knew the this line dance. This song was huge. It was, it was, like, it was, it was because of that. that was re- it, was, it was almost single-handedly responsible for the line dance explosion in the early 90s. Some guy on Music Row got a big bonus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm going to shift gears uh, for my next selection. Surprise. Shocker. Yeah. And I don't even know if everybody around here, but it it is a one hit wonder in that it's the song they're most well known for. I don't know if everybody here is going to know it, but it was John Peel's favorite song. And it's on his headstone lyrics from it. Oh, uh, I know what song you're talking about. Yeah. Teenage Kicks. By Teenage the Kicks. Yeah. So good. I wanna hold her, wanna hold her tight. 
song so much. It's a good song. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think Shane's a little less enthusiastic. About no, it, I think it's a good song. It's just crazy to me. Like of all of the incredible, and call, all of the incredible bands that went through, you know, the studios over the course of forty years. That that meaning the Smiths. No, I mean there's tons. I mean tons and tons and tons. Look yeah, at what the that Pixies guy did. Did tons and tons. And, I'm just saying, yeah. like that's it's a nice little trifle. No, of a when song. he first heard that song, he played it twice in a row on his show, like just the single, and which he'd never done before, and. It's just a perfectly constructed... It's a nice little pop song. Pop song in the punk vein. It's a ditty. Like a punk ditty. It's a punk ditty, yes. yes. Uh, a B-ditty, if you would. I suspect it might have come out after... Uh, I don't the necessarily Pistols. know it was the same. <laughs> yeah, it was 78. It said 78. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. inspired by the, the Sex Pistols, but like they they dredged one up. Like They, they found their song. It's a good song. It's just not a an amazing song like some of the more I don't know whatever. It's just my opinion. I think it's a great song. And it's on I, I, it's on John Peel's uh, headstone. Uh, yeah, and I don't know exactly what the uh, inscription is, but it, it, there is on his headstone uh, a uh, lyric from this song that he like directed. Like I want this on my headstone. Yeah. Um, so the undertones, and apparently they're Northern Irish. So uh, never more undertoned than then. Yes, dead. De- so at least six feet undertone. Yes. <laughs> so we, we we can't we can't even make it through a mixtape show without talking about dead people. Dead people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good time, right? Kevin, yeah. I think you have the last song of the night. Yeah, I do have the last song of the night, and I feel like choose we, wisely. We should we should finish on a. On a song that will be universally recognized as a one-hit wonder song, and we're going to finish, of course, on the next "My Sharona." Oh, that's that's a great pick. Yeah, and it's a pretty good universal one-hit wonder song. Yeah, so let's. Uh, that's a fucking baseline from hell. So let's yeah. uh, let's well let's if you know for those uh, of us who may maybe don't know "My Sharona," let's uh, let's play it. that the New York Times called an emblem of the new uh, wave era in rock and a prime example of the brevity of pop fame. If that doesn't scream one hit wonder, I don't brevity know Brevity of pop fame? Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. What, what, here's the interesting... It, can I, I, I apparently can no longer speak. Um, the interesting thing about that is that song is time... I mean, it's a, I guarantee you like... Oh, I fucking love the song. It's a decent yeah. song. I'm just saying that it it's everywhere still. Like it's in commercials, it's in movies, it's in montages, yeah. it's in trailers. Yeah. I hear it, cover bands play it constantly. There's no It's brevity. not even surprising like it, when it pops up. What's that? It's not even surprising. It's not when surprising it at all. Yeah. It's, it's fairly ubiquitous. Well, and I'm yeah. thinking... So it came out in what, 79? 
seven, April of 1979. And how long did the skinny tie phenomenon go on? For uh, at least through, another five through, or six? Uh, through March of 1981. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Kevin. Uh, That's a reasonable. But reasonable man, like, those guys were like, <laughs> like how, how skinny can the ties get? Well, it looked like if they had a bolo, no more skinny. It looked like if he had a bolo tie on, but it was just one of the strands of the bolo. Well, and then yeah. he actually had it tucked in into his shirt. That tie? Tie, yeah. tie was basically two dimensional. Like it was just that's all there was to it. Yeah, there apparently was a real Sharona. There was a real Sharona. There was a real Sharona, and that just leads me to believe that like was it for, his Sharona? Well, for four years, the guy that yeah oh, they yeah. dated for four years, and then like literally, presumably for the rest of her life, as long as that. Was she gets or maybe she gets to hear that song. You're like, yes, I hate this song. yes. Or, yes, or there'll be, be a car commercial. I think it's in like a cottage cheese commercial Sharona. or something right yes. now. Well, no, there's there's actually a, a you know fucking like a Doctor Demento style parody song about this called Nine Coronas, but a guy who just drank too much and hooked up with the wrong girl. Well, didn't Red Al <laughs> also do My Bologna? Maybe that too. I think so. <laughs> I, think did, I like yeah. the nine Coronas song though. No, she's uh, looking good. She's looking good after nine, 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 nine Coronas. <laughs> I think I need to go look that one up. Super accurate. <laughs> it's, it's actually not far off. I'm telling you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I just when I when I uh, there were a few tracks that that came to mind uh, when I thought of one hit wonder acts, and this was definitely one of them. And I almost like didn't didn't bring it because i thought it's too obvious, too obvious. yeah yeah but uh um, i didn't even think of it yeah well, i didn't either you are now though aren't you boom for the rest of the night <laughs> oh yeah it'll be stuck in my head and then right. i'll get home and i'll there'll be like a car commercial with some kids in the back seat of the car and it'll be like my i wish you could get some sleep get some sleep yeah whatever anyway um so that's the that's the mixtape version that's you guys it. yeah i don't i definitely don't think that's the last time we're going to do a one-hit wonder mixtape. No, I holy think. shit, that was fun. We have so many more. Yeah. And I know great, all three of us you know, have so many. The great yeah, thing, a rich mind of vein. Yeah, the great, the great thing about the one-hit wonder stuff is like, did you just say a rich mind of vein? Yeah. All right. You yeah. That's, isn't it a rich vein to mine? You might be right about that. Okay. Either way, every now and then I'm wrong. Yeah. It doesn't happen every often. so often. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. But uh, so, but but the thing about the one-hit wonder junk is that like. Like there's so much of it, and in like in a weird way, they just keep it's on like going. You don't, you don't even you like you sort of don't have to bone up on these because some of them we've spent so much time actively avoiding that it's like when you get to the point where you want to play one, you're like, ah. Eh. Well, dude, right, like when like, I was like doing research for this, like there's a bunch of them that we've already played on the show. Research. I noticed that too. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. pulled up One Hate Wonders and saw oh, this. Right, and I'm right, like, right, oh, right, yeah, right. we talked about that one. We talked about that one. We talked about that one. I did think that it was interesting that Ryan that you played. Um. Uh, got a man, and you've also brought us uh, Skilo. So you have they're, like they're the polar. The well, but but yeah, and at the same time, like the content of those is like sort of polar opposite of one another. Yeah, one of them's yeah. very self-deprecating, one's very and, and the other one's like, like, what the fuck confident. is wrong with you? Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway, this was fun, you guys. This was a good time. Um, what are we doing next week? We haven't done an album technically by this genre yet, and um. We kind of have a little bit, but um, we're going to go ahead and do Poison, open up, and say, ah. Uh, well. Bon Jovi. Kind of. It's kind of. It's it's very, well, and we'll talk about this whenever we do the show. That gives me a long week, hair. Gives me time it, to go buy do-rags. Right. Yes. Yeah. 
We should, we should all wear a, a Brett Michaels do and get some weird and get some weird like Botox and eye work done and sure. stuff like that. Yeah, and that's good. I like it. Yep. Well, you know, um, it's it I'm is. Gonna, I'm going to start a, a, a reality show where I have women compete to date me. In the meantime, <laughs> all who, of these who wants to date a great. podcaster? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. The answer is nobody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right now anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this was fun, y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. Until next week, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Shane. I'm Mark. This is Somebody Likes It. Bye.